0: Thinking, I don't know. In fact, I'm pretty sure. At least in my lifetime, there has never been a better time to be a evil doer, a bad guy. I wouldn't say evil genius, but you know, just an evil villain. As it is now, as a direct result of decisions that the Biden administration continues to make, it's remarkable. Watching as Kim Jong-un takes that train to meet with Putin. You've, You've got this allyship that's between Russia, communist China, North Korea, that is stronger than I've ever seen in my lifetime. These are not people that you want teaming up one of what's considered one of the greatest accomplishments of the Nixon administration was preventing a allyship between China and Russia. This was something they saw as a potential on the landscape. And so this historic trip to China was made in order to uh, prevent that sort of relationship from occurring. And and under the Biden administration, I mean, you want to talk about a, a trifecta of coziness between these three you add into that the iranians and the (laughs) many of us shook our heads at the 400 million dollars that the obama administration handed over to the iranians And uh, this is one of those hold my beer moments by the Biden administration. I mean, the Iranians are living the greatest life they can live now. Of course, giving the Taliban the country of Afghanistan, along with military equipment that they never in their wildest dreams ever imagined they would have. And, of course, the massive amounts of American cash we gave them as well. Human traffickers, never. And we're talking on a worldwide scope here. The United States is the country, by far, the number one country that has become the recipient of human trafficking that includes children for the purposes of rape. And it's the open border that has made that possible. We've since I've been an adult, anyhow, you you see the bad guys sometimes rear their ugly heads and then they get slapped back down or, you know, maybe they have their heyday in their little pocket of the world. Lord knows there are warlords in Africa that run countries. And, you know, it's not as if this world is filled with nothing but peaceful individuals. But on the scale and on the level, I, I just in my lifetime have never seen the evil players benefit to such a degree that they are as a direct result of the United States. Never have they had it as good as they have it now. It is just breathtaking when you look at the results of this administration. All of this from the exact same people who told us, well, if Trump becomes president, boy, these dictators are going to love him. It's going to be the end of the world as we know it. World War III is going to occur. And of course, North Korea standing down. Putin halted his, his invasion of Ukraine. The Abraham peace accords in the Middle East occurring, (laughs) but we live in a world where we're told that Donald Trump was this dangerous tyrant that brought the world to the brink of extinction. And if by some insane twist of events, he gets elected president again, well, that's just, it's all over. No, we need the experts. We need the Joe Bidens of the world to keep us on the path of stability. Now, I know most of you take an intellectual approach to things. Does it not drive you mad to live in this world to watch the, the, the people that have detached themselves completely from reality be put in charge and then we get spoon fed this BS that they are the experts, they're the ones who bring stability to this planet. We've got to listen to them, we're going to trot them out so they can tell us what a great deal this is, and oh, we're holding them accountable. Not 24 hours after we were told the the ransom that was paid for these five Americans in Iran uh, by pinky swear, of course, from the Iranians would only be used for humanitarian purposes. The leader of Iran sat down with Lester Holt of NBC News and said, No, we're going to use it for whatever the hell we want to. Thanks, but no thanks. Not 24 hours. We've got some of that audio. We've got audio of uh, uh, National Security Council. Messaging coordinator, Kirby, feeding the, 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 again, detached from reality BS, well, no, this isn't ransom. No, no, that's not what this is. Paying Iran in exchange for releasing prisoners. No, 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 that's not ransom. Oh, and don't worry, we're really holding them accountable, just like we're holding North Korea accountable, just like we're holding the Taliban accountable. now the word where the the there needs to be two dictionaries the legit dictionary has the definition of words and then there needs to be a biden administration media democrat dictionary that explains to us their version of the words like ransom no longer means ransom vaccines no longer mean vaccines uh he and she no longer means he and she success no longer means success secure no longer means secure i mean we could just go through the list Going to get a look at the weather here in just a moment. Right now, the latest news update. Good morning. I'm color Tins Jesse Inman. Here's a look at what's making news on your Wednesday. A man is recovering from a gunshot wound this morning after being shot in North Springfield last night around 9:30. Springfield Police say a man was shot in the leg near National and Turner. Those injuries are believed to be non-life threatening, and no suspect is in custody right now. A Rogersville man is sentenced to 25 years in prison without parole for exploiting two children jake patterson pled guilty in december the investigation began in june 2021 when canadian law enforcement seized two cell phones that had a snapchat conversation with patterson who had shared child pornography patterson later admitted to producing the explicit images and having more on his cell phone for color 10 news and fox 49 i'm jesse inman the first alert forecast from color 10 fox 49 meteorologist tom schmidt mostly sunny today high of 77 partly cloudy tonight 55 sunshine 78 tomorrow the american transmissions talk at text slide 447 ksgf i'm nick reed garage experts tammy with five stars said excellent service from design to completion our garage is now clean and organized one of our best home improvements here, yeah, I, I talked about the organization component to Garage Experts, and I've had people in the past, they'll reach out and they're like, now, what, what's that company that organized your garage? And they they don't organize your garage. This is one of those uh, teach a man to fish, don't fish for him sort of scenario where with the customized storage, they, after consulting with you and how you use your garage, facilitate your ability to better organize it. And, and I, oh, just our, uh, in fact, yesterday I had to make my way to the garage for certain tools because the, uh, Roomba vacuum had sucked up something that's caused it to, you know, I had to basically take it apart in order to, uh, get it working once again and the tools I needed. Were exactly where I needed. Or I knew exactly where they were because of the customized storage. Now you may say, well that what sort of tools do you need? A couple screwdrivers? Yeah. But before you know, I had some over here, some over there. Where, where's the flatheads? Where are the Phillips? It's the too big, too small. And I would find myself searching eight different drawers in three different boxes, and it's just no longer that way. And so that's the organizational component to it. Side uh, Everett said, our garage looks so nice, we may even start hosting our family parties in the garage now. And if you see the transformation of my garage from Garage Experts, you'll understand why it is that people would do such a thing. Garage Experts, under Nick's endorsements. KSGF.com, Ayatollah Khomeini marks the $6 billion ransom announced on 9-11 from the United States with a speech celebrating America's demise. we really got them just where we want them, don't we? Iranian dictator Ayola Ali Khomeini celebrated the demise of the, quote, arrogant power of America in a speech Monday in Tehran which was also the 22nd anniversary of the September 11th attacks on the U.S. homeland by radical Muslim terrorists. Khomeini's remarks, in which he celebrated that America, quote, has weakened and will become weaker. Well, can't really argue with him on that. Proceeded the report by the AP... That Joe Biden agreed to waive sanctions on third-party countries to allow the transfer of $6 billion in frozen funds to Iran out of banks in South Korea. Further concession as part of a prisoner swap that was first reported in early August. You know, this, this prisoner swap component to it is something that is getting overlooked because of the $6 billion ransom payment. And that is, once again, the United States, even, okay, so we're going to negotiate with terrorists. This is the, the new policy. It really began under the Obama administration, and it's become standard policy now with, with Biden as president, and that is negotiate with terrorists. Can we not get better negotiators? It's like, oh. You want some prisoners? We got some prisoners. We want some prisoners. You got some prisoners. Let's do a prisoner swap. Okay, that sounds pretty even, Stephen. Oh, yes, we also would like $6 billion. We would like for you to lift sanctions so that we may once again have that infusion of $6 billion in cash. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, this is what we want. Oh, no, 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 you don't understand. There's no more what you want. We're calling the shots now. Well, okay, all right. Well, uh, um, you know what? At least, uh, 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 why don't you pinky swear with us that, um, uh, you won't use those funds, you know, for terrorism against the United States or Israel or, uh, let's just, you know, just... Agree to only use it for humanitarian purposes, okay? Uh, 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 Let's just do that. Oh, 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 silly Americans, silly Americans. Now, this is a claim that the Biden administration made. That funneling $6 billion ransom to the Iranians, which is the number one exporter of terrorism in the world, was nothing we had to worry about because they promised, they pinky swore that they would use it only for good things. Not 24 hours later, the president of Iran sat down with Lester Holt and discussed that very issue. But what is your expectation of its use? We're told that it's for humanitarian purposes, food and medicine. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit?
1: This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran and naturally we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it.
0: So if I hear you clearly that it will be used for more THAN HUMANITARIAN PURPOSES, IN YOUR VIEW?
1: HUMANITARIAN MEANS WHATEVER THE IRANIAN PEOPLE NEEDS. SO THIS MONEY WILL BE BUDGETED FOR THOSE NEEDS. AND THE NEEDS OF THE IRANIAN uh, PEOPLE WILL BE DECIDED AND DETERMINED BY THE IRANIAN GOVERNMENT.
0: AND OF COURSE WE KNOW, BASED OFF HISTORY AND THEIR OWN WORDS, SOME OF THOSE NEEDS OF THE IRANIANS IS GET RID OF THE JEWS bring down America, have nuclear weapons. These are part of the Iranian needs. It it, it is, outside of just the flat out belief, which I suppose some would call conspiracy. I don't think it's conspiracy so much, but that there are people in power in the United States whose goal is to totally and completely bring down the United States and make the superpowers of the world the dictators and and um, tyrants. I cannot figure out any other rational explanation for the continuation of these horrific decisions. I'm open. I know many people who are supporters of the current administration would say that's insane. That's QAnon. You explain it. I'm not saying that I'm buying into that. I, I just, I'm one who tries to figure out things, right? Why would we do this? Why would we completely open our border and allow the cartels to have operational control of our border. Why would we do that? I mean, why? If you're a supporter of this administration that has done this, why would you do that? Give me some explanation. I don't This is to have to be one that benefits the U S but just what, whatever, just give me something. Why would we negotiate with terrorists and, 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 claim whether we're just trying to fool the american people or you know the administration trying to fool itself oh don't worry uh we're this is only going to be made for humanitarian purposes when the president of iran's like no we'll use it for whatever we want thank you why would we do that why why would we turn afghanistan over to the taliban why would we leave all of that, 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 those military assets there, why? Why would we do what, you know, many people would see it as less impacting, but why would this administration do an about-face during the campaign claiming that The the uh, the gas pipeline that, that, you know, we would continue to block Russia from completing it only to get into office and then say, oh, we're going to go ahead and let him do it anyway. Why? Now, some of this I I hit some of it could be because of bribery money. You know, when you are when your family. Is receiving millions and millions of dollars from Russian oligarchs and then you make those decisions. That's a possible reason. But regardless of the rationale, never have the the worst people on the planet who run the most depraved countries in the world ever celebrated such success. It it is as if it is some sort of movie playing out, some sort of Austin Powers movie playing out where, I mean, you've got these, you've got Kim Jong-un taking a train up and and living it up with uh, Putin and Russia. You got Russia and China getting together, having a good old time together. You got the drug cartels, operational control of our borders. You have Iran getting $6 billion freed up to them. On uh, uh, the same day that's announced, calling for the destruction of the United States and mocking us as being weak. Oh, reelect Biden Harris. That's right. heading in the right direction. We spend so much time, understandably so, on the devastating economic impact that this administration has had on our economy, specifically middle and lower income people, we, we, we aren't recognizing the total shift in power in this world from the, quote, good guys to the, quote, bad guys. And we are responsible for it. I mean, we, we, these are unforced errors, or at least you hope that they are. Because none of this stuff had to happen. All of this is the result of deliberate decisions. The cartel having operational control of our border. Deliberate decision by the Biden administration. He said before he got elected, before he even got the nomination, that he was going to open up the border. Handing the Taliban, the country of Afghanistan, With all that was all deliberate decision. The $6 billion that will now be used for terrorism or to build up their own nuclear uh, uh, ambitions and capabilities that will just, again, the, the devastating potential that will come along with that, that is deliberate decision on our part to make that happen. These aren't these sort of out of the blue, oh gosh, in hindsight, maybe we shouldn't have done this, deliberate decisions. And is it any wonder that Iran knows how to play this game? I bring you a story. From the Obama administration, U.S. sent plane with $400 million in cash to Iran. Obama approved the $400 million transfer, which he announced in January. It was the first payment of a $1.7 billion settlement. The Obama administration secretly arranged a plane delivery of four hundred million dollars in cash on the same day Iran released four American prisoners. Gee whiz! So you mean to tell me that when the bad guys are, are are rewarded for holding American prisoners, and let's call them hostages? I mean, if if our policy is that they are being held wrongly, then those are hostages. So you mean to tell me that the Iranians, under the Obama administration, in which you have the same players at play here, you still have, you've got the Kirbys, you've got the Susan Rices, I mean, it, they're all the same players. Upon learning that they could sell American hostages, that they're doing it again? What? Is this perhaps why, up until the Obama administration, we had the policy of not negotiating with terrorists? Because they learn. And they've learned that holding American hostages, as long as the right people are in the White House, is very lucrative. And by the way, John Kirby yesterday announcing that we'll do it again and again and again. That we will do whatever they want. If they have hostages, if they take Americans, whatever they want, we will give it to them in exchange for getting those Americans back. Boy, that's not a dangerous message, is it? This administration is not only making it dangerous to be an American, well, just everywhere in the world. Going to take a break, continue on. I'll play some audio from Kirby uh, coming up. The American Transmissions Talk, text line 447 KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. Talking about our border here. We're going to get a traffic update. And I've still got some audio to play from Kirby. I Appreciate whomever texted this in from justthenews.com. It was texted in on the American Transmissions Talk and text line. And it is a story about how the United Nations has declared, based on numbers and documentation, that the U.S. border with Mexico is the deadliest migrant land route in the entire world right now. Not Syria, Turkey, not not getting in and out of Afghanistan, but that is what the Biden administration policies have done, have turned our border into the single deadliest migrant crossing border in the entire planet. I suppose that would be, again, a definition of success because we're told that our border is secure. That is security under the Biden administration. First alert forecast, color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunny 77 today, partly cloudy with a low of 55 tonight. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 78. Sarah Myers. Thank
1: you. Well, buyer's remorse is the worst feeling and it's even worse when it's on a larger investment. So if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon and you are wanting to do kind of a longer test drive than what you get at the dealership, I recommend that you reach out to Avis, the car rental company, and learn more about their long-term rental program. With the long-term rental program, there are no vehicle maintenance costs, there's no trips to the DMV, and the best part is you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. I actually just swapped out vehicles a couple of weeks ago and the process was actually incredibly simple. I reached out to Avis and told them what I was looking for and they sent me a list of vehicles that they had available. I picked one and then I reached out to my insurance company and I made the switch Uh, i'm currently in a 2023 chevy trailblazer if you were curious and i love it uh now if you want more information on the long-term rental program just swing by the ava store off fort and sunshine and speak to lauren or you can find all of their contact information under the sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com
0: uh kirby yesterday was on with i think it was martha mccallum on fox news regarding the ransom that is being paid in exchange for these Americans. And, and by the way, let me tell you a little trick that they play. And I know many of you know this. They, in order to defend paying off terrorists, they try to paint those who are critical of that as not caring about Americans who are hostages or prisoners. Well, tell that to their parents. If you truly, genuinely care about Americans not being held hostage, you don't create conditions that make hostages valuable to the terrorists. That is why, maybe I need to explain this because it clearly has not been a policy for some time, that is, that is why we had the policy not negotiating with terrorists. As difficult and as hard as it may be. The idea behind it is, okay, so you've got a terrorist, and they're like, hey, we got an American here. You want this person back? If not, we're going to cut him up. That'll look really bad. We'll film it. We'll put it out on the Internet, you know, whatever it may be. And we say no. And horrible things happen in that moment. But what it, what it also does is it lets others who are thinking we should kidnap Americans and beat and torture them and do it all in exchange for millions or billions of dollars worth of cash that that won't work. The flip side of it is, let's say you have an administration, I don't know, we'll call it the Obama administration, that releases over a billion dollars in cash to the Iranian regime in exchange for American prisoners, and then what do they do? Well, here we are again. Oh, here we... Look at this, we happen to have some more hostages. And again, I'm calling them hostages because... Our take is that they're being held wrong, that they're not, you know, the detainment is not for any legitimate purposes, and they are releasing them in exchange for money, something that they want. That is a hostage. When you say, I have this person, you want this person, here are my demands. That is a hostage. So a policy that creates more hostages is not compassionate. Now, of course, we are going to continue to be told, as we oftentimes are from Democrats, frankly, words don't mean what they mean. And ransom no longer means ransom. And he touches on a number of things here. Uh, John Kirby uh, mentioning ransom as part of uh, his dancing around the realities here. The
1: parameters of this arrangement, Andrea, are very clear, very concise, and the Iranians have signed up to this, uh, so there should be no doubt in anybody's mind uh, how this is going to work. And again, I think it's important to remember, this is not U.S. taxpayer dollars, it's not ransom. These were Iranian funds that had been frozen in a South Korean account that they did not have access to. All we're simply doing is moving this money to Qatar, to Cuttery National Bank, so that it can be accessible to them for, again, very discreet, targeted purposes.
0: All right now there's two things going on here to be aware of. They, they continue to put up what would be a straw man argument. Ah, these aren't taxpayer dollars. That's not the point. This was a deliberate move by the United States to give them billions of dollars in cash. Well, it was their cash to begin with. So the position is what we did really is not impactful at all because, hey, it was theirs to begin with. And so really holding it, not holding it, you know, it really doesn't make any difference. We live in a country that, as unconstitutional as it is, allows our government to freeze up people's bank accounts. We call it asset asset forfeiture, where a person who has not even been convicted of a crime, Our government will sweep in, will lock up bank accounts, somebody, and this has happened to completely innocent people, by the way, and this is a form of you are guilty until you prove yourself innocent, and even then you may not get your money back. But the idea we're told by our government is, for example, well, these people that we're charging are drug dealers and they should not benefit from their crime and be able to use those dollars that they made uh, you know, from their crime in order to pay for attorneys. So we're going to seize all those assets. And that, we're told, is a very, very, very virtuous and important leverage that the United States is able to use over its own citizens. Yet, when it comes to Iran, the number one exporter of terrorism in the world, oh, well, holy, you know, it's no. Uh, Listen, it's not really us giving them anything whatsoever. It's no big deal. The approach, which is consistent with this administration, is different standards. And when it comes to the American people, we tend to have standards that are lower on the ladder than the bad players, you know, or people who come into this country illegally. Somehow we're held to stricter standards than everyone else. The other other argument that we're hearing is this isn't ransom, it's not ransom. They held Americans and said, you want these Americans, we want something from you in return. Included in that freeing up cash. I just grabbed, for simplicity's sake, the definition from Merriam-Webster of Ransom. Noun. A consideration paid or demanded for the release of someone or something from captivity. That is exactly what this is. Verb. Verb to free from captivity or punishment by paying a price. That is exactly what this transaction is. And it makes the world more dangerous for Americans because it reinforces the value of taking Americans and holding them hostage. the american transmissions Talk talking text line four four seven ksgf walter in springfield hold on just a sec we'll get to you gotta get a traffic update first i'm nick reed the american transmissions talking text line four four seven ksgf good morning i am nick reed walter welcome to the show
1: yeah Rudyard kipling wrote a poem called paying the dane geld in which he objected to the british paying bribes ransom you know tribute and uh You know, we forget from history how it ended up badly for the British. But didn't the
0: Obama administration leave thirty billion dollars on the tarmac on a pallet in uh, different currencies of laundered money to get hostages back uh, during their term? Well, remember that? Yeah, it was actually the the it was the the pallet. It was four hundred million, but that was the. Sort of the down payment for future dollars that was coming their way. And of course, that was not the, 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 now I don't know that we would not have learned of that otherwise, but the, the reason that we would learn that is because when the hostages, Upon their return, we're speaking to the media. And, of course, one of the questions that is always asked is, you know, well, what was that like? When did you know that you were fine? When did you finally feel relieved? And in one of the hostages had talked about how they were waiting there and waiting there and waiting there on the tarmac. And and either somebody had asked or it was noted to them we're waiting for payment from the United States to, to drop. We're waiting for uh, the cash to get here before we release you. And and that's whenever the public first became aware. And I, and I imagine also members of Congress first became aware that we were paying uh, in, ransom in exchange for the hostages. Yeah. And, and this is what you get. You get a world that recognizes, at least with these people in charge, there is a value to Holding Americans hostage. And uh, you know it, it isn't so much Biden was in the Obama administration that they see as, oh well, this worked with Obama, so it'll probably work with Biden. but but all the behind the scenes people, I mean they're they're all the same people. Um, I mentioned earlier, the Susan Rices and the Kirbys and you know they, they're just, uh, the old gang is back together again, and the Iranians aren't stupid. I mean, the rest of the world isn't stupid. Bad people are, uh, you know, if they're in power, they recognize how it is to to uh, leverage what they want based on the opposition's behavior, particularly past behavior. And we, we earn this. We deserve this. We taught them that with the people currently in charge— there is a value on the head of Americans. And this will not be the last time. We will see an increase in this occurring. Furthermore, and and this is when Kirby was asked about paying this amount for hostages, he said, we'll continue to do this. He broadcast to the world that our policy under the Biden administration is that we will you kidnap you hold hostages in exchange for money and we will give it to you we'll do whatever you want that is what he said and here's the thing they can claim all they want well but that's not ransom that's not ransom it doesn't matter what even if they believe that that's not what matters what matters is what the hostage takers believe and what they know and you can call it anything you want. All they know is that the United States under the Biden administration is willing to pay anything and has said in the future, we will pay anything to hostage takers to get Americans back. that That's, that's the reality. And the idea that we aren't going to see more of this, incidentally... We, how do you now not pay any and every terrorist organization or country in the world for American hostages? How do you not do it? When you have made it your policy, when you have said as a, an official from the Obama administration that, yes, in the future, we will continue to do this, what, what at some point you're going to go, oh, no, we decided not those Americans over there? Or, well, we just decided not uh, this day. uh, You know, we decide we're going to do it every other month. The backing ourselves into a corner. All while making it vastly more dangerous for Americans. This administration continues to outdo themselves. Springfield's Talk One i I'm Nick Reed. There's a, another method that this administration uses when trying to answer for paying ransom to terrorist organizations like Iran, and the implications of that. One, you either just claim that it's not ransom, it isn't what it is, or you use the following tactic, and this is a State Department spokesperson Matt Miller.
1: What if we find out that they did sponsor, mm-hmm. but you know, we have been you know,
0: I should preface He's being asked by foreign journalists. Yeah, so, okay, what are you going to do whenever you find out the Iranians use this money for, like, terrorism and stuff?
1: Talking okay, about how Iran, you know, being destructive in the region, how they have been sponsoring a uh, Russian war in, in Ukraine. If you find out that Iran has been continuing by using $6 billion that you said is not yours, but it's Iranian people's money, not Iranian government's money, uh, what are you going to do? I don't want to, to try to get into hypotheticals. I mean, I, again.
0: All right. So that's the other way to deal with it. And we've seen Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre do this. Oh, well, we're not going to deal with hypotheticals. Well, that seems sort of reckless, doesn't it? Uh, perhaps. And uh, by the I do believe that that answer is dual purpose. One, it's to not have to answer the question. But two, it is. I think it's almost a self-delusion to not have to worry about it, to not have to think about it. Because it's just easier that way, isn't it? Let's get the quick fix. Let's get the instant gratification, whatever it is that we're trying, and just don't worry about it. Right? Just don't, don't worry about what happens tomorrow. Just live for today. Well, the problem is, in not playing it out, and understanding because let's make no mistake, hypotheticals in scenarios like this are called that those are repercussions. And what isn't hypothetical is the reality that this is a message to regimes like Iran as to how it is we behave when they behave that way. It really isn't hypothetical. It's called recognizing the reality. It's called recognizing the results, the repercussions. And to have an administration with something as, as dangerous as dealing with the number one exporter of terrorism in the world, a country that also is working to have the ability to drop nuclear weapons anywhere in the world they want to, That the response is, oh, well, we don't really know. We we didn't really think about that. Oh, we don't uh, don't deal with repercussions, the thought of what might happen tomorrow. Ah, heck. Does that sound like an approach we really want to take when dealing with terrorism? We've got news coming up in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.